Hello, breadheads. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Fresh. Thinking Fresh with Ty and Eric. How are you doing today, Ty? I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Ty. It's a pleasure to meet you, Eric. <laughs> um, I'm doing so great. I just heard some exciting news, a rumor about Subway that just uh, crossed my desk, if you will, Eric. Um, oh, shit, dude. Rumor report. Rumor report. Sound the alarm. <laughs> I know we at Think Fresh like to deal in straight facts. That's how we protect our credibility as journalists. That's why we were a little hesitant to report on the tuna sub fiasco of early 2022. But um, <laughs> I would, I think I can kind of vindicate myself a little bit if I announce that this is solely a rumor. Is that true, Eric? Um, I don't think it matters. I don't think anyone's coming for our, us, you know what I mean, and think, making sure that we're speaking facts only. Um I think this podcast does have jester's privilege, so we are able to mm-hmm. proceed with some caution. Well, how about this, Eric? The fact is that this is a rumor. <laughs> there. Okay. We only deal in facts. Okay. I Great. heard that Subway may be coming out with an iteration on the Southwest Chipotle sauce. Yes, that's right. V2. This is a late 2023 upgrade or what's the, what's the timeline on this is this something that happened dude i don't know when this is going to hit shelves but it hasn't happened yet i think <laughs> rollout might be europe first but it's what they're coming out with is an extra spicy variant which i know gets my mouth watering insane okay so there's an extra spicy one and it's not the sriracha and it's not the sriracha so there must be trying to fill that middle gap between the heat lovers and the heat deniers because I don't know about you, but whenever I get the Southwest sauce almost every time, but it doesn't add any bite. It's all creamy. I actually it almost order nothing. it to take the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it almost does nothing for the sandwich, but it's kind of weird how it's like a default pick. It's like, I don't really know what sauce to get, so I'm going to get that, you know? Every single mm-hmm. time I get it, but what am I really getting, you know? Dude, this is the thing. It's kind of a judging your book by the cover type situation here the ingredient by the menu it's the same as the herbs and cheese i think it's the default because it sounds fancier than it actually is mm-hmm. you only notice the absence of it mm-hmm. so <laughs> people who are ordering the southwest sauce i think they're paranoid of accidentally making a basic bun <laughs> and <laughs> they don't on. want hold on a second uh, what do you mean a basic bun like a basic foot long. I was just wordplay, my friend. A plain Jane, plain Jane uh, foot yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Uh, a barefoot, if you will. <laughs> there we go. We found it. We, we found, found it. it. Continue. A barefoot long, and uh, so I think they're they're gravitating to the Southwest sauce because it offers a little bit something something extra, something your something grandma wouldn't get. You know, your grandparents ain't getting this sauce on their sandwich. You're you're with it. You're you're hip but it doesn't really mm-hmm. do much for the sandwich. This is unfortunate because it has so much potential. It does. Um, so walk me through what this new one does. What information do you have on this new SWS? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Save our sauce. <laughs> Southwest sauce. Um, all I know is that it's going gonna, it's gonna to have more heat. I don't know how they're injecting the heat. It could be more Chipotle or it could be another another actor in in the sauce another pepper i also know mm-hmm. the name eric the name is going to be called x spicy that's like the the letter x like twitter x <laughs> oh, 
X dash spicy. X dash spicy Chipotle Southwest. Extra spicy. Something like that. X spicy. Any idea? Any idea what the X is supposed to mean? Like, is it supposed to be extra spicy, or is it like, like trying to like be a new a gender neutral? You know what I mean? It's like Latinx. <laughs> like, what is the what is the mo here, Ty? Yeah, dude. To um, the discerning linguist, they might even think it means uh, not spicy, as in cro- like crossed out spicy. <laughs> it's a very mm-hmm. bad name, actually. It is. Like, am I able to click on the X? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is that a CTA, that X? Mm. It's it's so funny. Um, There's so many ways you could take it, but you're really rolling the dice with the heat level now. Does it mean absence of spice or addition of spice? We don't know. Yeah, this is a good question. Um, I need to know also where it fits in the hierarchy because if the X stands for extra... It's very plausible, you know what I mean? This is kind of like a iPhone X situation. Like, where does it land in the in the lineup, you know what I mean? Um, Dude. We skipped 9. <laughs> we skipped the iPhone 9. And we also skipped the um, spicy version of the sauce. So Damn, what is X the, spicy? Dude, the Daily Mail didn't even come up with that theory. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> this could be the 10th That's what iteration. our job is, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> The 10th iteration of the South by Southwest sauce. Oh, shit. And I, I don't know. They, they haven't really publicly talked about the other nine versions in their annual keynote at Subway HQ. That's right. But you can presume um, they've, been, uh, they've been iterating on the recipe. It's so, such a popular sauce. They must be tweaking. And we're back. So sorry, Breadheads. I think I got a chopped salad connection from Ty just now. Um, he is the inventor of the of the chop chop. Um, I don't know what to do about this new sauce, Ty. I'm curious if this is a rip and replace, <laughs> <laughs> or if this is simply an addition. Do you think that the like number of bottle slots, and I'm not talking about bottle sluts. I'm talking about bottle slots, Ty. Do you think there's enough bottle slots for a new sauce? Do they have to like change the number of like holders they have, or can we simply just like take out the ranch and put this one in? But then there's gonna have, there's gonna be like three red sauces. Do we really need that many? It's too many red sauces, Eric. And <laughs> I'm a little concerned too about their their slot inventory. Um, I think there's a, a bullet in every barrel of the sauce revolver at Subway. So <laughs> if I, this has to be a, either a rip and replace to the OG Southwest, or maybe they're going to cut the worst performer on the lineup. Mm-hmm. I would love to see the analytics at Subway. I don't have faith that the sandwich artist on duty is documenting like what sauce is being used maybe they can see it at a macro level like how often they have to replace the mayo is probably like much higher than the green goddess for example but mm-hmm. um i would love for the sandwich artist to start saying like okay this guy ordered two lines of the light mayo <laughs> at mm-hmm. 1 p.m on wednesday you know what i mean like that <laughs> level of data and then we can totally see like okay what's performing what's underperforming um what meats need to be thrown out, things like that. Do you think any level of data capture is happening? I really doubt the sandwich artist is like writing down two lines of the white stuff in their margin of their <laughs> daily journal, their bullet journal. But 
I, and I, I think if they are tracking sauce consumption at all, Eric, it's not at the squirt by squirt level. It'll be when the bottle's empty, you know, they got to fill up the tank. So mm-hmm. maybe they burn through what, 10, 20, 30 bottles of mayo a day. I have no idea. They're, they're probably burning through more mayo than most other establishments. Mm-hmm. This makes me think, Ty, do you think they clean out the bottle every time or do they just refill it? <laughs> oh, sure definitely not. We've dude. Been, we've been looking at the same bottle since like 98. <laughs> it's probably got like uh, erosions where the, th- like the gloved up thumb has pushed it every time. Um, <laughs> Looks like your Aesop hand lotion bottle after a few uses. <laughs> totally, dude. Um, eventually, their thumb will just go straight through the plastic because of how weakened the bottle gets after many years of squeezing. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, I would love bottom. to be. Pre- I'd be love to be present to that, Eric. When the bottle breaks, <laughs> you just get like when... your sandwich just gets uh, a waterfall of sweet onion on it. Mm-hmm. When the mayo levy breaks. It just floods the entire town. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, when, when it's the mustard, that's a different type of golden shower. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, I went to Ikea the other day, Ty, and I squirted the most beautiful mustard line on my dog Ikea has ever seen, okay? It was beautiful. <laughs> wow. So how, tell me, how did you how did you pipe up this logger? Did you <laughs> go a wiggle line? I love the wiggle. Or was this just like a straight across, one and done? Well, Ty, this is the thing that Subway sauce bottles are completely incapable of doing. The pumper at IKEA, the mustard pump, it naturally gives a wave. You know what I mean? So you all you have to do is move the log at a consistent pace across the mm-hmm. mustard uh, spout and it'll leave the perfect like squeal trail <laughs> in its wake <laughs> like a, like you know a dog saying? wagging its tail exactly dude i'm wagging my tail the mustard's wagging its tail and i'm so excited to eat it i was even <laughs> double i was doubling up two dogs in my hand and i was going mustard ketchup times two Ooh. you know what i'm saying it was crazy du- yeah dude you're dual wielding um this dog loves those dogs Ow. Ow. that's right dude, that's great so do you think the problem with subway because like subway has a sauce problem last time i was at subway eric you were you bared witness to this the sandwich artist goes to put the sauce on the sandwich <laughs> they they touch down on bread middle of the sandwich not even at the tip and they squirt only one side of the foot long and then overextend and squirt a bunch of sauce on the counter like they missed <laughs> they got the the width correct but then they misjudged the placement by about four inches mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you can't really aim as a guy i think that's the biggest misconception as as men it's like mm-hmm. just because we can stand and do it we can't aim you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> aiming is a whole different story so i empathize with the sandwich artist who's probably nervous or maybe it was his first day um nevertheless ty i did witness it the paper took a beating and i feel bad that you know bay had to eat that sandwich because there was sauce on the outside of the bun and once you compromise mm-hmm. the outside of the bun there's nothing to hold on to it's true like if you really ruin a sandwich quickly decompose it faster Get it wet on the outside. That hard other shell is really like a, it's like a turtle, you know. It's protecting the inner, the inner goodies of that foot long. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. If sandwich artists keep this up with those, their their hit accuracy rate is like they're gonna. It's like the dumb stormtrooper of the fast food industry, and 
I don't think that's looking good for a company that markets their <laughs> frontline workers as artists, you know? They, where's that artistic touch? Mm. I'm not looking for a Pollock over here. I'm looking for a precise Da Vinci. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to get at, Ty. Maybe they were expressing themselves creatively and said, like, you know what? Fuck the canvas. I don't color inside the lines. You know what I mean? I'm going to go outside the lines. I'm going to make this sandwich more expressive. I'm going to make this client happier because they got a one of one you know damn an nft you know that <laughs> actually makes me respect it a little bit more now that you've reframed it for me it's I, all perspective would you ever just like what, what if the sandwich artist just like turned the barrel to you eric you the the patron oh, line a little little squirt for your um poor sportsmanship making the foot long a little squirt of mayo a little right friendly at you. fire a little, little friendly, friendly fire. fire. Oh, no. You think that ever happens? Do you think they ever, like, just... They're annoyed with a customer and they're just like, here's a little squirt on you, bro. Yeah, most likely. Um, I think the first thing that happens is, like, the bottle is thrown at the customer's head. Like, mm. if an altercation would arise in the sauce section of the sandwich-making process, the bottle will definitely take flight first before any kind of squirtage. But... This begs the question, Ty, if you were behind the line and you had an angry customer, what sauce are you squirting on them? Which sauce is going to inflict the most damage? Oh, dude, I'm going for the hot sauce immediately for two reasons. One, <laughs> it's really low viscosity, so it's just going to like fly oh, out shit. of that bottle for as little effort, right? It's mm -hmm. oily, it's fluid, and then if you're going to hit the eyes or any other open orifice with that, or maybe a, a cut... Most, like, oh, construction shit. workers have a few, like, cuts and bruises. Oh, You're no. going to do extra extra damage there. Mm -hmm. I love that answer, Ty. Um, I might do you one further. I'm going to take the marinara bucket, and I'm, and I'm heaving that thing over the shelf and hopefully oh, splattering damn. them all over with the marinara <laughs> sauce. It's going to look like a crime wow. scene after that. Nah, dude. You're treating your patron like a su su winning Super Bowl co coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude except instead of this gatorade you're gonna catch some haterade across your back oh damn but people are still gonna be asking what color will the marinara be because i truly don't know what the bottom of that bucket looks like it might gradiate down to green yeah dude what's the over under on whether the marinara is gray <laughs> <laughs> it's only red on the surface it bubbles up yeah it's, that's the marinara oxidizing Speaking of turning red, Ty, I have some developments in my LA trip planning that I want to share with you. This is probably a preventable thing, but uh, but it still happened to me nonetheless. <laughs> oh no. Did your flights get canceled? Uh, no. Thankfully, nothing bad that will ruin the trip like that. Um, but there is a small hiccup on one of the days. And, you know, I knew going in that we would be in LA for Thanksgiving, but I had no idea how serious Americans were about observing this holiday. <laughs> Do they actually care about it? Because in Canada, no one really cares about Thanksgiving. Nobody gives a shit here. But over in Los Angeles, as far as my, my resi, my talk apps, my open tables, you know what I mean? So far on all of these apps, I would say 99% of restaurants are closed on Thanksgiving Day. Ooh, that is very problematic because 
you really strategize your meals and now this is your playoffs <laughs> you're gonna have to make some tough tough calls here are you going to a 24 7 denny's perhaps an in and out to <laughs> how, how are you getting around this Thank God for In-N-Out, Ty, because I don't think anything is open except for Nobu. And obviously that is an option that is on the table. I think the Malibu location still has tables at time of recording available for Thanksgiving night. Um, No word on if there's a prefix menu, (laughs) but Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Should I go big on Nobu or should I go really small on In-N-Out? Dude, the the risk with going big is the prefix menu like what if you go there and you end up some eating some weird variation of turkey you know like someone you do <laughs> someone wanted to do a creative take on brussels sprouts like we don't need any more of those oh no not the creative brussels sprouts <laughs> um not the artistic uh fucking cauliflower um mm-hmm. yeah dude there's a big risk there especially with you know chef nobu matsuhisa you know what if mm-hmm. he decides to serve me some turkey sashimi um, while I'm sitting beachside in Malibu. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, dude, don't get the turkey sashimi at Nobu. <laughs> I don't think your travel insurance will cover that. That's the kind of place where, like, if you were served raw, like, turkey or undercooked turkey that's pink on the inside, you probably wouldn't question it. You'd be like, oh, it's mm-hmm. tataki style. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you would just eat it. And then you'd probably die on the flight home. But um, I don't know. I think it might be fun to like have a friend's giving with like a bunch of like anonymous rich people like that could be kind of interesting <laughs> like Dude, <they're>, it's, <laughs> it's a future friend's giving because they're just the friends you haven't met yet <laughs> exactly ty this is a blind thanksgiving um where you know telling me timothy chalamet could be in attendance because maybe his parents you know they don't like him anymore or they mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't they're not planning a dinner for him on thanksgiving so there's a good chance that, you know, him and Kylie might be in attendance or, I don't know, Kanye doesn't really have a family anymore either. He could be there. <laughs> like, it could be really actually interesting to see who shows up to Nobu Malibu on Thanksgiving. Like, this oh, could dude. be an experience. <laughs> For sure. It's just going to be you and a bunch of canceled Hollywood men who yeah. don't have a family left to go home to. That is yeah, so dude. exciting. I'm going to have to battle Chris D'Elia for the last reservation. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is a very exciting opportunity. I don't think you can miss out on that, Eric, because there will be a very lonely, washed-up actor amongst you. Um, And that's your chance to send him a drink, maybe uh, join in on an omakase venture with him, and perhaps make a new friend of the pod. That's true. That is a good networking opportunity. Um, or I could like try to lace someone's drink. Like if, if I see Shia LaBeouf, I'll just throw in some fentanyl or something into a shot of forty-two, and then ask the waiter to send it over. But um, dude, that probably happens to Shia all the time. He he will be wise to it. You think you're gonna get past him? You think you're the first true. person to try to drug Shia LaBeouf? I don't think so. I don't think he's the one to check whether he's being drugged i think he'll just take it and like maybe hope that there's drugs in there <laughs> it's more likely um but yeah. yeah this could be interesting ty like what if you're like a rich famous person and you're a loner on thanksgiving like on any major holiday where everyone is eating with their family you're probably going to spend way more than usual which would mm-hmm. happen at nobu um catch la is also open 
Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed like another opportunity to run into some like selling sunset uh, cast members. <laughs> the challenge with catch though is it's too much of a CMB scene place. Uh, mm-hmm. So dear lone your lonely stoner will not be in a tennis there because all of the people putting on their social their social show will mm-hmm. just bum them out. You know you need to find a, a restaurant that's like a bit quieter. You cozy up with the servers, not with the crowd. And you uh, feel like they're your family for the night. So I actually think Nobu's the play. Yeah, I think so too. Have you been to Catch, by the way? Because, like, I've looked into it, and it looks like an awful place to be. Like, I, I won't lie. <laughs> but Dude. nevertheless, it's so alluring. Like, I kind of want to experience it. Yeah. So I've never gotten to dine there because I got rejected by the maitre d' for wearing sandals. Well, technically i wasn't in sandals but someone in my party was so our options oh, no. were head down the street to um a designer footwear store and pick up something fresh or um go find another establishment so we opted for the second one but it did look like the paparazzi was taking my picture they're like oh we don't see podcasters around here very often <laughs> and, uh, it definitely seemed like the cnbc kind of spot eric like people were putting they were putting themselves out there you know it felt like a recruiting event one hundred percent. That makes me nervous because I don't really want to be seen. I want to see. You know what I mean. I want to observe the clout chasing live, kind of like a like kind of like a zoo. You know what I mean. Like mm. when you're at a zoo, Ty, there's a fence between you and the oppressed. Um, in this case, I'm the oppressed, but I still want to observe outwards to mm-hmm. see what kind of you know rich folk Illuminati lizard people shit is going on you know totally well dude let me tell you if you want to see animals you gotta to go to a zoo so that means you have to dine there 100 percent um okay this actually helps my decision making ty i think i will in fact go to nobu i will give them a ring <laughs> i'll get mr nobu on the horn right after mm-hmm. this pod and for any listeners who are in la i'll see you there <laughs> Any of the loner, cool. loner stoners uh, who are listening to this with no family or a partner, maybe you mm-hmm. can, you know, get a piece of fish at my table. T- tack an extra chair on Eric's table. That would be a really funny way to meet a, meet a listener, you know? Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll be sitting across from Pedro Pascal <laughs> and um, probably Jacob Elordi. So we have room for one more, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Dude, that's so exciting for you three at the bar. You know, the, the <laughs> barkeep says, are you all brothers? <laughs> is this your family dinner? Wow, you guys are all so tall and mustachy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You must all, yeah, you must all be in the, in the Hollywood scene. And you are all for different reasons. Absolutely. We're all in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will ask the barkeeper... What's uh, you know what does a lonely person who's dining out on Thanksgiving usually order here? <laughs> mm. um, he'll probably uh, recommend some sort of turkey bourbon cocktail. Would be <laughs> appropriate. No, no, what there literally is a turkey bourbon. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about, my friend. That's what he's talking about. Wow, that's I can't believe how perfect that answer was. I'm gonna have to order that. I think that's the move. Hmm. I think so too, and maybe I'll might have a, something at home. Yeah, it might be too low shelf for Nobu, but I'm curious. What, do you have any plans for American Thanksgiving here in the Great White North? Well, last year I went down to Seattle, and that was a fun, fun experience to partake in the American cultural affair that you just described. Um, but 
I don't think this year I'm going to do anything. I think I'm going to lay low. I think I'm going to I'm not I'm going to eat a vegetarian meal, maybe candle lit, maybe drink some turkey bourbon and uh say amen. Put on this your is a finest touchdown style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put on your finest mohair turtleneck. Mhm. I think so. I I do I love wearing a turtleneck to Thanksgiving every year. Of course you do. Um lovely. Well, what did you do in Seattle then? I'm, I'm guessing you went to some friend's house, or do you know anyone in Seattle? Yeah, I, dude, I got friends in every major American city, so of course I did. This guy's got shooters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different bros in different area codes. Damn. The, um, cool. No, well, that, that was cool. Actually, I think there's an episode about it. While I was there last year, I, I did a tour of the Google campus in Seattle and ate food from every restaurant oh, yeah. in the Google campus. I don't know if you remember that episode. <laughs> I do remember. Oh, man, time time really flies by when you're having fun. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, one last thing about Thanksgiving in LA, Ty. I had a nice conversation with friend of the pod, Amex concierge employee, Shane. <laughs> Not Shane again. <laughs> oh man, a recurring character in the Think Fresh floor. Yeah, dude, I feel so bad for Shane at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So before I had clued in that everything was closed for Thanksgiving, I had Shane get on the case for me. You know, what I mean, he was mm-hmm. a real MVP in the story because he was able to um, do all the legwork for me. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah, he opened up a ticket with his help center and <laughs> made some calls, connected some dots, and. Now you have you're sitting on two great options. That's right. Um, well, not necessarily. So um, with Amex tie, there's no such thing as a ticketing system. It's very white glove. Um, mm. So thanks for thankfully, uh, I was able to get in touch with Shane right away, and I asked him to book me something for the Thanksgiving Day at Craig's. Okay, this was the original plan. Um, mm-hmm homeboy called me back and said hey they're actually closed on thanksgiving don't me to try a different day i'm like yeah yeah the next day's fine 6 p.m um he's like okay sounds great i'll call them back tomorrow night because that's when they reopen and then the following morning ty i saw that the reservations opened up and i booked it myself and then like seven hours later at 4 p.m shane calls me again he says hey by the way i was in the middle of booking your rezo but Turns out there's already one under your name. <laughs> is this true? Oh, this like, is so <laughs> awkward. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Shane, but the rezos opened up and I just snatched one up while I could. So I won't be needing your services anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, you're stealing <laughs> his job, Eric. The man needs to work. I know. I felt so bad because he said, he, he did sound really pensive on the phone. And, you know, he offered me like, Hey, if you need any recommendations or tips while you're here, I'm happy to help you. Um, wow. Anything else? And I said, no, that'll be all, Shane. Thank you. <laughs> wow. He really took the L like a gentleman. I feel bad for he the did. guy, Eric. He probably, like, sounds like he's working 24-7 on your needs. And I bet he stepped <laughs> away from supper with his family to make that reservation and then also proceed <laughs> to call you. He absolutely did because he's he called me from a Toronto number. And so that means it was like 7 p.m. when he called me. So he did step wow. away from dinner with his kids. I'm sorry, Shane. Sorry, Shane. Um, um, but you okay. know what, Ty? I think I'm flawless with 
every other representative at Amex Concierge, except for Shane, which I'm 0-2 with. He hasn't done anything mm-hmm. for me so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's the problem or Think Fresh, but uh, <laughs> I, I feel bad for him because he's forever intertwined with our lore, you know? He will be featured in Think Fresh Trivia Nights for eras mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, he is our biggest op. Maybe second biggest after Juice Bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Third is Pepinos. <laughs> that's right. And believe it or not, Subway is fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a lot of like recurring characters on this show, and um, we're gonna have to like name somebody at Subway so that they can join the uh, roster. Yeah, we need to dock someone and then make the sole purpose of Think Fresh to um, either get them on the pod or. <laughs> get mm-hmm. take them down in some way i don't i don't i just a thinly veiled threat but i think i think we could pull mm-hmm. some strings and incentivize them to speak with us that's right ty it's because we have to differentiate subway the sandwich giant with our local franchise you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're two different evils mm-hmm. and they must be dealt with accordingly it's a really good point there's so many layers of <laughs> final boss at subway that <laughs> It, it could be unsurmountable for any one actor to take on such a challenge. But you and I, we mm-hmm. have the experience. We have the, the motivation. I think we're going up every level of the corporate ladder until we speak to the CEO himself. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a multi-front war, and we're just getting ready to deploy our units. Mm-hmm. We've got soldiers in every city. Look out, Subway. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're going we're gonna to interview you like crazy. That's right. We're hangry as hell. Um, Ty, thanks for indulging on this episode with me. It's been great. I had to get that off my chest. Um, and looking forward to trying a new sauce. Finally, a new sauce mm-hmm. that we can sink our teeth into. I am so excited for that. My palate has been craving freshness, so... Think freshness, everybody. Think freshness. Ciao. Ciao.